We are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Perik Ches, and we have reached Pasuk uh, Gimel. Just Pasuk Gimel. And so we saw at the beginning of Perik Ches that Yeshayahu employs a very novel for him uh, method of communication in that he uses a visual aid. The, the visual aid is taking that huge scroll, writing just four words on it, and it bolsters an, uh, a prophecy. It gets the attention of the listeners, it strengthens the um, intensity of the message, and it's used quite frequently by other Nevi'im, as we pointed out. We also said that Yeshayahu, you've got to watch the way he moves from one of those four invasions to the other. At the moment, he could be talking about Sancheirim heading to Yerushalayim. At another, the alliance between Ritzin uh, and Pekach ben Ramalia to destroy Yehuda. Another is to Sancheirim depopulating the land of the northern kingdom. Another is Nebuchadnezzar. So you've got to keep attuned to which one he is talking about because sometimes they flow into each other and sometimes it's a separate uh, matter. Similarly, we're going to see certainly in this parrot, Yeshayahu is speaking to different constituencies at different times. In other words, at one point he's directing his remarks to Chizkiyahu, the king of Yerushalayim. At the other, it's to the people of Yerushalayim. Another, it's to the invading armies. Another, it's to Sancheirim. Another, it's just to the general populace. So he moves very facilely between those groups and you just watch for who he's speaking to because that becomes very important. So we saw he writes on the tablet, this huge tablet, just four words, Lamaher Shalom Chash Buzz, which means really the same thing. In other words, hurry, there's going to be looting, make haste, there's going to be plundering. So some say the first one he's talking to uh, Sancheirev, the other to Nebuchadnezzar. In any case, it does get the attention of the people. And as he mentions, he has two faithful, uh, trustworthy witnesses sign it, as Uriah HaKohen, Hesachariyahu, Ben Yerucharyahu. How do you know it was effectively communicated? Where does that come from? <laughs> you mean how effective, how effective the technique is? That's an excellent question. Really, we don't. In other words, we're assuming it gets the message across. Do they respond to the message? Right. You could argue very strongly no. Well, we know the technique is effective because it's really the basis of all advertising and propaganda. In other words, get their attention, yeah. right? And that's what he does. And we saw examples of it yesterday where um, um, Elisha uh, fires six arrows at the people of Aram. That and then goes into his Nevius. Uh One of the more dramatic ones uh, I remember is Amos, which we'll learn later, is told to marry a woman who is a harlot and conceive children, then lose the children 
And then that's supposed to be a metaphor for uh, Israel. And that certainly um, stays in your mind. But yes, it's a technique that is used by the Nevi'im. We also said that he mentions two faithful witnesses, Uriah Cohen, Zechariah and Yerachariah, who sign on this uh, scroll. Can't be, because they are not contemporaneous. Zechariah, lived at the time of the return from Bavel, while Uriel was at the time before the Beis HaMikdash who prophesied the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash and is killed for it. And one is a Navi that brings a, a vision of return, Zechariah, and the other a vision of destruction. So they are two opposite Navian, but they are both employed here. So now we pick it up here at Gimel. After this dramatic visual display, the ekrav el vatar vateled bain. The ekrav means it can only mean a, a sexual connection. He takes, we assume, it's uh, his wife. Uh, Radak says he ishto, and she's called a navi because she is either the wife of a navi or she may be a navi in her very own right. So he. Um, has relations with his wife, a child is conceived, and by Yomer Hashem Eli, the Kaddish Baruch who says, Krushmo, my hair shalom, hush, buzz. A very strange, uh, it's the same message he's written on the scroll to reinforce it. In other words, plunder is near, uh, hurry, there is going to be looting. Kibiterim, however, continues Yeshayahu, Kibiterim Yodza Hanar Kra Aviva Imi. Before this newborn child, Maher Shalal Chash Buzz, and we should point out that this certainly is a brooding pessimistic message as opposed to his other son, Shayashuv, which means they will return, the remnant will return, which holds out the promise of redemption, and Emmanuel, that the Kaddish Baruch who is with us, this carries a very bleak, dark message. And here's why. Before the child will be able to say, mother, father, which is about nine months, Yisa Eschel Tamesek Veshlal Shomron Lifnei Melech Ashur. The booty of Tamesek and the treasure of Shomron, meaning both uh, Ben Ramaya and both Ritzin, King Aram, they will have been conquered by Sancheriv of Assyria and their, their treasures will be paraded Lifnei Melech Ashur. So that the tragedy is coming, etc., because from this will now flow Sancheriv, having destroyed the entire Yehuda, with the exception of Yushalayim, which he is headed there next. By Yosef Hashem, now he is moving into another matter. By Yosef Hashem, additionally, the Kaddish Baruch Hu commanded me. And here is a very interesting problem. Um, Yan Kimaasa Om because these people have rejected, which people have rejected, he is talking to the people of Yerushalayim and Yehuda, who are, believe it or not, sympathetic and envious of the Malchai Yisrael and do not wish to be 
with Yerushalayim, which is a much weaker uh, force, and is really a dangerous fifth column. Let me just read to you the Radak, Yan Ki Ma'as. Ki hoyu b'yehuda b'yushalayim rabin. There were many shahoyu rotsim b'machas pikach ben Ramayahu. They really wanted to be with pikach ben Ramayahu, melech Yisrael. V'hoyu mo'asim b'malchus based David. They rejected malchus David. L'fisha hoysa yad malchus Ephraim taifah. Because they were more powerful the nations of Israel. Umalchus based David Chalusha. In the days of Achaz, they were weak. So they were very dangerous people. And so now Yeshayo turns his attention and anger to them. Peregbov, Yan Kimaasa Om Hazeh Esmeha Shiloach Ho Kimlaat. They have rejected the Yemeha Shiloach, that very peaceful, tranquil, almost a rivulet that flows through uh, Yerushalayim. It is very historic. It is also called the Gihon. It is also the traditional place where the Malche Yehuda were coronated. It has a rich history. It's a metaphor for the quiet spiritual existence of Yerushalayim. It goes slowly. And what they did, this gladness the heart of Ritzin ben Ramayahu because he's got a fifth column right there in Yerushalayim. So he's thrilled with it that when they win, they have got a built-in puppet government that offers no resistance. Because they have rejected this quiet, tranquil river that symbolizes Yerushalayim and Yehuda. Now I will send to them, Malayahim, a fierce, flowing, strong river, Esmeha Nahar Atsumim Harabim Esmelech Ashur Veskot Fodo, that represents Ashur and all Fodo. We are thinking it is the Euphrates and the Har Pras that separates Bovel from Yisrael, and that is the river that's going to inundate them. It is going to uh, overflow all the channels and all the banks of Yisrael, this strong river. And it is going to swamp, it is going to engulf all of Yehuda. It is going to spread across until it reaches the neck. In other words, they're going to drown except suddenly at the neck when you're about to drown. It is then that the Kaddish Baruch at this point, we're in the greatest danger, will not allow at this time Yerushalayim and Yehuda to be destroyed, not uh, discounting that Achaz, a terrific Russia, is running it. He will not allow him to be destroyed and repeats the phrase, Immanuel, the Kaddish Baruch is with us. Now, Yeshayahu shifts his focus to those nations that Sanherib is putting together for a giant coalition. We saw that different from all over, 
And he says to them, he's directing his attention to the nations of the world. You nations, you nations who are planning to come together, to gird your loins, really. Nothing's gonna, you are gonna be destroyed. You faraway nations eager to join Sancheriv in his coalition. His Asnu Vachotu, his Asnu Vachotu, he adds it twice. Gird your loins, gird your loins, and you will be destroyed. And now the very famous sentence Utsu Eitsu Vesufar, Dabu Dovar Velo Yokum. They can counsel all they want. They can make strategies all day long. But in the end, it's none of it will stand because Immanuel, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, is with us. Now, another shift. Very interesting expression. Cheskas Hayyad, say the Mephoshim, is one of the strongest, most intense kind of nevuah, the, the hand of the Kaddish Baruch who is on his shoulder as he speaks. It's brought to emphasize, to make it absolutely clear that this is what is going to happen. And it will destroy these other nations saying, Lo somrum, no, I am sorry. This message is not to the other nations, this message is to the people of Yerushalayim themselves. Because, as we've said, their sympathetic approach to the Malchai Yisrael and to Ritzin and Pikachia ben Ramalia is a dangerous fifth column that could undermine the whole existence. Talking about Pasuk Tet? Pasuk Tet? What do you mean? He's talking about not Israel, but foreigners. Uh, no, that was before. Right. He's glided into the next sentence. But now you're intact, right? Right. Then he says, These people, these people that dwell in Yerushalayim and Yehuda and are thinking of going over to the other side. At this point, we must discuss a character we came up with against before, but we doesn't appear here in the shot, the fortune fill in the details. If you will recall, his name was Shevna. Shevna was a great Talmud Chacham. Shevna was said to be the Kohen Gadol. Shevna, not the Kohen Gadol, he administered the entire um, Beis Hamikdash, but he had one weakness, he advocated peace, surrender, negotiations with the invading Assyrians of Sancheru. He wanted to make peace. The Medrash says he shot an arrow over the wall, telling them Shevna wants to make peace. Chizkiyahu does not. And so Chizkiyahu was very bothered by this because of Shevna's stature. The um, the Farshim say Shevna was such a Talmud Chacham that he had 13,000 Talmudim attending his shiurim, while Chizkiyahu, who was no slouch as a Talmud Chacham, had 11,000. But Chizkiyahu was overawed by this because Shevna was in the majority in terms of the followers. We have a principle in Jewish law, Achrei Rabbim Lahatos, 
that after um, the majority you follow, and so he was legitimately worried because he that maybe he's wrong in resisting, and Shevin is right, and he prays through Yeshayot to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and the Kaddish Baruch Hu returns to him the word, don't give in, you are right. And the reason you don't follow the robbing here, the Mephoshim say the majority, is because Shevna is really a traitor. Moreover, said the Mephoshim, Shevna has his own personal agenda. Some say he wants it to be the Malchus based of it when they come in to be the successor. Some say he went so far as to purchase prime real estate in the cemetery of the house of David, reserving a plot for himself, and so that he was not without a motivation here. He meets his terrible end when he sends a message to Sancheirev that he is coming out from the walls with his immense army of followers to join forces and to surrender. And so he goes out of the walls of Yerushalayim, but before his followers can get out, the Medjur says the walls close. And so Shevna is left by himself. And so the Assyrians say, well, where, where are your followers? Where are the retinue? And he tries to explain what happened. They grab him and he dies a terrible, horrendous, torturous, mutilation kind of death uh, that are the details are in Divrei Hayamim. So that ends the threat, but now Yishayo is calming down his Gyo and the people who are thinking of following Shevna. Pasuk Yud Beis, Lo Somrum Kesher Lechol Asher Yomaha Am Hazet Kesher. Don't follow the conspiracies that this group that is always in conspiracy. The Esmaravlos road, don't follow their fear, their, their um, caviling, and, and their fawning over the Mal of Sancheirev. For Lo don't strengthen Sancheirev and his men by, by being a fifth column. As Hashem also so tiskad, you should put your faith in the Kaddish Baruch Hu, v'humorachem, v'humaritzchem. He should be the source of your fear. He will show you the way, and he will strengthen you. V'hoyu lemikdash uleven negev uletzur michshol l'shnei v'tei Yisrael l'pach l'mokesh l'yoshev Yerushalayim and. It will be, one part, it will be a sanctuary. It will be a sanctuary for those of you who follow Chizkiyahu and the derech that Hashem has laid out. Ula Evan, it will be a stumbling block. Ula Tzor, a, um, a trap. L'shnei Botei Yisrael, to those two houses of Israel, it will be a trap, an ensnarement for those who follow Shevna and the path of appeasement. It will be a sanctuary for those who follow um, and those that follow Shevna and the Derech of Appeasement, they will stumble, they will fall, they will break, they will uh, be conquered. Rather, turn to Torah, 
turn believe the Kikisi Lashem Hamasti upon him, base Yaakov, the Kivisi low. In other words, turn to the Kaddish Baruchu, and we are going to get what is the way you go back to, to a very personal message now. Yeshayahu will shift his emphasis to the people of Israel in a very personal message on how to achieve the unity with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow.